first acknowledge where you are right now and how you're talking to yourself and how that's affecting your life. But then second, it is about like, you know, you're supposed to eat with the seasons, y'all. Like in the winter, all the food should be warmer, cooked, heavier, right? Your body will change during that time because if it's colder, you're not as active as in the summertime. And I know I drink less water in the winter because I'm not parched all the time. So I think when you just get really clear on what is a good day for you, what is perfect enough for you today? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. We are live and recording. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad and I are going to dig into the magical convo I had with Kim Barnes Jefferson in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to go back, listen to that, and then come back and join us here. Do it. I really, I, I wanted to call her Kim Jefferson Barnes this whole time and I keep reading it and I guess it's Kim Barnes Jefferson. Yeah. Kim Barnes Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what she, how she introduced herself. Yeah. Um, I know. know, (laughs) I know. I'm just over here changing people's names. You know, that's how we roll. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm super excited because it is the new year and we've been working really hard behind the scenes. It is true. Like, oh, so y'all. Happy new year. Happy New Year. Um, my fitness business uh, owners, teachers, I got something for you and it's free. Um, we have a webinar where I'm going to teach you about how to actually create time uh, to do the things in your business and how that looks like, how I actually do it for my schedule. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. It's something you can rinse and repeat as often as you need. You can change it as you want to go. So you're going to want to come to, you want to go to profitapplies.com slash scheduling to sign up for that free webinar it's gonna happen like in a week so you know this is your this is your save the date i'm starting to be like brad was gonna give you a save the date three days yeah. before <laughs> <laughs> um also um uh, if you're watching us on youtube mm. uh, you get to see my my childhood jelly glass yeah which my parents still keep mm-hmm. uh, and it's now our drinking mugs and this is from like 30 years old yeah they don't make glass like that anymore yeah this is our first time uh <laughs> yeah they don't make they don't make glass anymore no <laughs> this is our first time recording a pod episode not in our home i know i hope you like the sound yeah um we are actually in brad's teenage bedroom it's a bit weird not gonna lie yeah it's really small it's <laughs> what it is i know it's hilariously small yeah. yeah. You know, my parents' thought process behind this was, well, you're the first one to leave, so you get the smallest room. I was like, See, I'm the oldest. That makes no sense to me. You should have had the bigger room for a short period of time, and then your next oldest would get it when you move out, and then you would just have a small room to come back to. I mean, and I'm just saying. The, I just think that, like, that's that would be fair. That would be, that would make, that would have made way more sense to teenage Brad, but... You know what? Honestly, it was fine. Wow. I was happy to have my own room because before this house, 
I shared a room. So anyways, if you would like to have help on how to get more things done in your business, <laughs> go to profitplies.com slash scheduling. <laughs> and that is for any amount of years of fitness uh, business. So if you are just starting out as a teacher or you, a studio owner, or you've been doing it for 30 years, I promise you um, I'm freaking efficient. And yeah. I'm free a- webinar. It's going to be great. Okay, what is our audience question, babe? Okay, cool. Well, happy new year. Uh, what's the the m- main thing that people do as they, you know, set a new year's resolution? Mm-hmm. And the question that we actually got was, how often should you do Pilates? Yeah, I love this question. It's so simple, and it's so not. So here's the deal. <laughs> how, tell us more, please. <laughs> my my answer not answer is. The more any amount of Pilates is better than no Pilates. Mm. So if my answer deters you from trying it, no, no, um, <laughs> because if you go back to tiny habits, you want to like to create a new habit or routine. You want to do the smallest version possible, which may be just leaving your mat out. Like it might just be like putting your mat on the floor. So, which I know for my perfectionists and overachievers out there, you just side eyed me and you just went like, that's not true. She's not what she's smoking. I do. And it is totally true. It's a scientific proven so thing. So here's the deal. Joseph Pilates expect expected you to do it. Like the mat work is designed that you could do it every day. And that is why when on OPC, I make them 30 minutes. If you want to just press play and set a timer for 15 and leave me hanging, you still got a good workout. You still worked your whole body in those 15 minutes. So you absolutely could do that. But ideally, rule of thumb, three to four times a week would be amazing. If all you can do is two, then do two. And if one is all you got, then give every muscle in your body, every ounce of your energy and attention for that one time. But I promise you, it doesn't have to be an hour. 30 minutes is enough. 15 minutes every single day would be enough. And so don't set a bar so high that it's unachievable, which we'll talk about in this podcast. It's so timely, this question coming with Kim. And, um, and, and if all you can do is five minutes every day, then start with five minutes every day. Because here's what I know to be true. When you have energy, you get things done faster and with more zest. And then all of a sudden, time. And enthusiasm. Yeah. And joy. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then you have more time. Because making the bed wasn't this like exhausting thing that your body was like, oh my God, I have to do this right now. You like did it with zest, pleasure, and joy, and it took half the time. And then boom, now you can do seven minutes. Lots of zest. Yeah, I love zest. (laughs) Fully clean. You're not fully clean. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Okay, now let's talk about Kim Barnes Jefferson, uh, an overcomer of the cycles of yo-yo dieting and the toxic dieting culture. Kim Barnes Jefferson is an enthusiastic, spunky master coach and founder of Fit Girl Magic Society. She now dedicates her life to helping women over 40 understand why their bodies decided to give them the middle finger and find confidence in who they are. I so love it. I think that's hilarious because whose body hasn't given them the middle finger? 
when they're hitting this age. I mean, uh, my dad told me it was 38 for him and it was definitely 38 for me. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to have to start lowering her barrier to entry to um, like close to 40. Um, yeah. And I also love it because I think so many women do look at their bodies as if it gave them the middle finger. And really our bodies are just reflections of what we did to them. So that's also I, true. I find this to be a really awesome, honest conversation because you know, so many of us were raised at a time where the tighter, the lower the jeans, the better. And if you didn't fit into those jeans, I like, I don't even know what you're supposed to do, but like, they just didn't make jeans for you. Like now you can go and there's a whole wall of jeans and you can pick straight, wide, boyfriend, you know, curve. Like there's so many options. Bell bottom, right. High-waisted. But like, no, when I was growing up, there's one jean. And if you didn't wear that one, then people made fun of you. And so I, I had access to all of the old style yeah, you're... because I would go to the consignment shop and there'd be jeans there from 1973. Y'all, there's a story about Brad <laughs> that apparently he had a pocket in one of his jeans that would fit a Pepsi, like a whole a two liter soda two bottle. Liter so, so yeah, those are my Jenkos. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody from the 90s knows well, what those are. I'm so glad it was so grateful, easy for you to be a boy growing up in the 90s. It was yeah. not that for those of us women approaching 40 or over 40. Uh, we were not given as many. Um, I used to put my science pockets. book in the back pocket of my jeans. Yeah, I don't know what the belt that you had to have for that. But anyway, let's get back to Kim. Um, so I, I just I had to have her on because I know many of our listeners are women and there's a few men, but you've got women in your life. So these are the thoughts that are going through their heads. And also, um, you know, I think we've talked about it before with different guests, but truly we really do decide how good our day is by getting on a scale. And I, I knew this girl when I worked at Equinox and she would get on the scale every day. And I heard her say one day, perfect enough for today. And she, an interesting thought. Mm -hmm, she had been going through some stuff with her body and she was having a hard time breaking the habit of checking her weight. So she just said that at the end so that her brain couldn't have another response. So she had the response already. And that was her way of getting over letting the scale tell her if she was a good girl that day, you know, like, and I just think that it's so interesting. We could be rocking it at work. We could be feeling great with our families. And then we like eat an extra cookie. And all of a sudden, like we're the worst person in the world. We made a bad judgment. Like, well, who, like we just don't, all that stuff keeps us from actually working on the thing we want to work on and doing the thing we want to do. It's it's a trap. It's a, and, and you know what? It's the patriarchy. They had you do this so that you. Can't, I don't get it. Well, I don't get it. If you're so busy focusing on looking a certain way based on the media, then you're not busy taking over and being powerful and taking over their jobs. There's actually a great look. I didn't come up with this. So if you want to listen to an amazing interview, her name is Sony Renee Taylor. She writes the book. Um, the Body's an Apology, and she had a conversation with Brene Brown, St. Brene, over on Brene's podcast. And you can all listen to Brene on Spotify. So you'll go over there, look up the interview with Sonia Renee Taylor, and Sonia Renee Taylor explains that the ladder is actually super, the ladder we're all trying to climb by looking a certain way and all the things. It's actually fictional. It's not there. And it's put in place so that we eat all are so focused on climbing this ladder that we're not actually focused on like why we're climbing to who we are as we climb up this ladder, all this stuff. And I, we, all... I'll tell you, we'll, we will make it easier for you and we will find a link to okay. said pod 
okay. episode between those two, and we will put that in the show notes. And if you, My, I, I, I wonder how um, conspiratorial uh, we uh, uh, should be about that. I, I feel like it maybe just default happened and innately became a thing, and yeah. then we adopted it societally, uh, as opposed to like someone masterminding how they can. Well, I'm sure it wasn't you know, like manipulate a, people. I'm sure there was not a genius manipulator in there, but I'm sure there's some people who saw, oh, look what's happening over here. They're so busy. Focus on being perfect that they can't do this. So yeah. at any rate, um, I don't feel like I'm a conspiracy theorist. Um, I just feel like it is this thing. It's this, this topic is really important, ladies, because it really is keeping you from all your stuff. I read the comments. I get stuff in my members only group. Yep. I didn't feel good today about this. So I just didn't do my I didn't do my workouts. I didn't do this. I didn't do this. It's like, oh, my gosh, all those things you didn't do would have made you feel better right? All those things. And then they, you would have had more energy to do stuff. And so anyways, I really would listen to that, uh, that conversation with Sonia and Brene, because if you are struggling with anything going on with your body, it is such a freeing conversation. But anyways, back to, I know we just kind of went down that whole, uh, uh, <laughs> thought process, but, uh, you were circling back around to one thing that you loved that she yeah. said. Oh, well, it was just that question and don't accept things. There you go. <laughs> hey, look at how yeah. good I am. Ask just, more questions and don't accept more, things. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Well, she said at the beginning. So if you um, want to know what this was, she was talking about how her doctor was just like, You're, this is how old you are. This is going to happen to you. Right. And you have a member in your family who had a similar situation. The doctor said, oh, you're just going to gain, you know, three pounds every year. And she's like, every year, I'm going to live at least 10 more years. At least that's right. 30 pounds. If I, what I'm if you leave, live 20 more years, she's totally going to live 20 more years. The people in her family have lived 30 more years in her age. So like, right. that's a lot. You can't sustain that. And she's like, she didn't accept it. And so, yeah, 30 what? years at that rate would be 90 pounds. Yeah. That's a lot. And so not that she should not, not that she should be focused on her weight loss, but it is a health thing. She, it's a, anyway, it's a medical thing that she's on that's causing this. And so she's like, I don't accept that. And Kim is just saying, you don't have to accept if somebody, if, if a medical professional is saying, this is it for you, this is all you got. Like, you know, you don't have to accept that. Ask more questions questions get curious i really i mean amy ladine is a perfect example she 100 she has stage four cancer right now and yeah. she is not accepting that like it's not that she's in denial it's just that she's like i don't accept that this means this is the end i will be here long enough to raise my youngest daughter so she's getting curious she's asking questions she's actually looking for evidence to prove her doctor's incorrect so she's looking for survivors people who've lived with stage four cancer for 20 plus years she's finding them so anyways, I love that Kim brought this up. I think it is something we should all um, not be afraid to like just say, um, is that really all you got? Do you have any other things for me? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, particularly like like the doctor saying like, well, just face it. You're old now. So this is happening. It's like, that's pretty weak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, people are doing some crazy, amazing. There are people running hundred meter dashes at a hundred years old. I saw that. They're super They're, fast. The, the, for uh, how, the Olympics. Uh, yeah. It, I'm impressed. They look stronger than Gaia. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gaia yeah. But it, it, very, very impressive. Very yeah. impressive. Okay. What did you love? Okay, so uh, I lo really loved that she said, acknowledge the season that you're in, uh, the efforts and the goals that can be accomplished during this season. Um, I know that, you know, growing up, uh, it was more like, um, 
each season of the year kind of a thing. And it, and it changed because I was in school and it was the summer. And so the summer is like, you got more time to yourself as opposed to when you got to buckle down and work because of school, whatever. Um, with her, she was talking about her client. Her client is an accountant. And uh, during tax season, it's like haywire, right? And she's like, like barely like coming up for air and eating microwave pizza because it's quick and fast and that's the only thing available. Uh, and yet she had a goal about, you know, weight loss. And Kim said, Hey, um, just pointing out here, like you don't even have time to call me. How are we going to, uh, you know, focus on this? Maybe, maybe we take a breather at the moment and we set an actual target. That's like, you can achieve this during mm -hmm. a different point, you know, after tax season, then we can go hit it hard yeah. during tax season. Maybe we maintain. Yeah. I, I loved how she explained how she does that because we talk a lot about this inside of our coaching group. You know, we have a lot of business owners who have kids and they're like, how do I balance it all? And it's like, well, first of all, right. that's, that's the wrong word to look for. It's like, what season are you in your business? If it is a time when your kids are off school, maybe that's when you slow things down and you give yourself fewer goals that month because you're busy spending time with your kids. You're going to resent the time you spend with them because you're not working on this thing or that, that is like the worst case. And that right. happens all the time it all is like suddenly you're like, oh, but it have to be this damn soccer game. I could be whatever. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, like, like, you know let's reframe this. Game. Obviously yeah. you wanted to be here, but you know, it builds that resentment totally. You yeah. don't want to put yourself in that position. So when you reframe your uh, uh, you know, when you take it, take a step back and look at how much you can actually do in a specific season of time or period of time, uh, maybe your goals shift and change, um, you know, and you, you do, you, you move into maintenance as opposed to like powering through. I know for me, um, I've actually felt this, uh, mostly in work, not working out, but like mostly in work stuff where I'm like, okay, in order for us to hit said goal, you know, two months from now, I got to hit it hard now, like really have to buckle down, you know, go to sleep early, wake up early, all the kind of things and like make a shift. And then, you know, when we hit that goal, I have the choice to, you know, take a breather for a little bit. Uh, and you know, again, still going to work, still answering emails, but like, there's a difference in that mentality where I'm not just like, hardcore. Uh, and you know, when you have to also let up for your own sanity, cause you'll eventually burn out if you just keep go, 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 go. Right. But, um, you know, during those times I I've, I've noticed how like, like buckling down at the office, um, it, it is harder to maintain my workout, mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, it's harder to, to like be ambitious about my workout, yeah. but I know how important it is to maintain my workout when I'm buckled down because that movement, that physical movement actually really helps me perform better anyway. Right. So I've noticed that what you do is you, you come, you just, you don't do all three that we go to in the week. You go to two and maybe you don't do all three of your yogas. Maybe you just do one. Like yep. it is about, it's, you know, if we are really honest with ourselves, like, and really set up our own expectations for things, it's kind of amazing what you actually can get done because wouldn't it be amazing if you got to work on something and then you weren't feeling shame about not working on something else? Yeah, I think it's the same idea. It would be amazing. Uh, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing? If we didn't beat Crickets. ourselves up. Crickets. Yeah. Crick uh, yeah, it would. But I think that would be really fun if we could just go, oh, I, this is on a simmer and this thing is boiling. 
You Get Till You See It is brought to you by ProfitablePilates.com. ProfitablePilates.com. Yeah, because you know, you should actually make money doing what you love. Yeah, so it's a fitness business coaching platform uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven-day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven-day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't. Uh, And we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money. You know, what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. It is a whirlwind. And also, we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh, my God. We turned four in January. And we want to see you in the agency mini. So get on the wait list. Go to ProfitablePilates.com slash mini. See you there. Finally, let's talk about the Be It Action items uh, that you have with Kim Barnes-Jefferson. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo? Uh, and I'm going to jump right in. You you were talking about um, the definition of success. And I think it goes hand in hand with acknowledging the season that you're in. Yeah. Uh, but when you are able to uh, redefine the definition of success. Oh, it's like you were talking about with the food and beating yourself up with eating a cookie. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Or, you know, Kim talked about how when uh, her husband was trying to book her uh, birthday dinner, he was <laughs> like, I called the restaurant and they can make you some like miserably bland fish and some, uh, you know, just steam some veggies. Right. And, and, and I know that, you know, you know, we, we've been there. We've been there. We've literally been yeah. there. Um, but uh, when you redefine your definition of success, you're not going to hang yourself out the dry if you, um, you know, are going to have that cookie uh, or whatever that thing is. Right. You right. know, um, and, and, and with that seasonality, it's, it's, if it's a birthday dinner, maybe you're allowed to enjoy the dinner as opposed to, you know, be so strictly holding to your regimen. I mean, something that I love about every single woman we brought on to talk about the weight, the dieting situation that this world is in. All of them are anti-diet coaches. All yeah, I was of thinking about Lana J. All of them are anti-restriction. E- Amy Ladine is anti-that. Yep. Lana J. we've had on Amber Shaw and Kim Barnes. Like All of them are this anti-dieting, anti-restriction because... Even Amber would say, like, when you um, only eat a whole food diet, well, that's a restriction. So, like, right. you know, and so. Lana like, Jay was talking about eating Cheez-Its. Yeah. And she's like, am I satisfied? Yeah. <laughs> Ask those questions. So I do think um, I love that you brought up the redefining success and, and tied it with the seasonality because I think Kim is right here. It's like, first of all, just first acknowledge where you are right now. <laughs> and how you're talking to yourself and how that's affecting your life. But then second, it is about like, you know, you're supposed to eat with the seasons, y'all. Like in the winter, all the food should be warmer, cooked, heavier, right? Like your body will change during that time because we're if it's colder, you're not as active as in the summertime. And I know I drink less water in the winter because I'm not parched all the time. So I think when you just get really clear on what is a good day for you, what is perfect enough for you today? Um, right. 
That's perfect then, for me today. Then you get to have a lot more space and grace for yourself and you have more time to do the thing. Like I love that Kim actually acknowledged that her tax accountant has a job to do. Women yeah. can't stop working to focus on this goal over here. So she was just like, let's get really, really honest about your season and let's redefine success. Genius. Love it. That's yep. a great be it action. I know. Yeah. Right, yeah. What about you? Okay, find three easy things that each day will make you feel like you're honoring your health. This is so fun because you can, even in a busy season, you know, you can totally just, this is part of defining your success. What are those three things? I have a friend who I heard her say on her podcast, she um, has a glass of water by her bed that she puts it before she goes to sleep. Then when she wakes up, she sits up and she drinks that whole glass of water. I've started doing that. And she's, it's, all, it's like, because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because you told me about your oh, friend. I know. And then, and then she's like, if that's all the water I got today, at least I got a whole glass of water. Like she's, that's right. her, that's one of her easy things. Does she know she should drink more water? Yes. Is she a proponent of that's all the water you need? No, but she is making it easy for her to be successful at that goal. And it's going to lead to her wanting more. So pick three easy things that are, that will, that you can do. And the reason they need to be easy is going back to BJ Fogg. If you do them, you'll feel good about yourself. If you feel good about yourself, you do the thing again. You'll do it again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyways, that's that one I thought was like, oh, anyone can do this right now. Anyone. I don't care if you're over 40, under 40, not uh, not even acknowledging 40. Like you whether can... your body's giving you the middle finger or not. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all pick three easy things that will make you feel like you're honoring your health. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like, what are the easy things that I would could uh, do? I walk the dog. That's easy. Oh, that's an easy one because he's got to get walked anyway. Yeah. But obviously that's a win for mm -hmm. the movement, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You get thousands of steps on those walks every morning. Yeah. And I also, I also um, make my breakfast each morning. That's not easy for everybody, but it is easy for me. So it's one of my easy things. And I really try to like, I, I toast a waffle and I um, and then I put some almond butter on it and some blueberries and I sit down at the dining room table and that feels like health to me. But maybe, mm. maybe for you, you just, I was thinking about the, uh, the aura ring and my, uh, use, you know, an easy thing for me to do to honor my health is to open the app and let it sink and actually assess where I am, yeah, you know, and how my easy, sleep was. Easier. And that, that's like an easy thing for me to look and go like, did I go to bed early enough last night or did I get a, you know, why was I, why did I potentially have a restless sleep? Did I have, you know, a, a one more oh, beer and I could have skipped those questions. that, you know, yeah. Ask me, <laughs> like, did, did, am, am I in a place where I feel like ready to go? And this app is telling me like, yeah, you're, you're hot, you know, go, yeah, go get it done. Another easy thing is just to turn your phone over or off or on do not disturb an hour before you go to bed. That's one. That's a really easy thing you could do for your health. Yeah. Um, you also, I have an app that I check in on for my cycle. That's actually an easy thing. Look at all, what other easy things can we give people to honor their health? Keep I Okay, cool. So here's something that I've started doing recently. Uh, in the middle of the afternoon, and I'm, I've noticed this typically when I, uh, after I've eaten, that my the way my body has always been is that I get lethargic after I eat. Uh, it doesn't matter if I eat like healthy or unhealthy. It's just I, I kind of slow down and I get that like afternoon like, oh, I'm dragging. Um, and instead of getting uh, a, a, a coffee, I have started doing a handstand. 
Oh. <laughs> because I felt like the only reason I'm tired is because my all the blood in my body is going to my stomach to process my meal. So what if I brought some of it back up to my head? I am. I am. That's... <laughs> I'm sure someone's going to tell me that you shouldn't go upside down when you're eating. But no, you know not what? when I'm Here's eating. You know. It's after I've eaten and my body's starting to feel slow. So it's usually an hour, Actually, two hours after. The esophagus works. It just keeps going. It just it keeps, does. It the doesn't. esophagus can work upside down. Yeah. But that's clearly not what I'm, I'm not eating I while I'm in the handstand. I didn't know you did this. Yeah, I've started doing it in the hallway. Um, You know, just, just uh, I did one today, in fact, too. Just if I start, instead of me feeling like, like the afternoon slug, uh, now I just go do a handstand and it, it's actually incredible. Cause like it definitely keeps it light. It makes my brain. Woo. I'm, That's so fun. You know, plus you get a little, little arms. You can also take three deep breaths. That's an easy thing you can do for your health. Three inhales and exhales. And Why don't we do that? Nose. Okay. One, <sighs> two, in and out through the nose. I cheated before. Three, yeah don't you feel healthy i, I feel calm i know i it's, feel it's like a so happier like you honored your health right there yeah yeah that's a win you do it in and out through your nose y'all because that your nose has nostril hairs for a reason tell me more well it's to keep you from getting sick oh okay <laughs> also there's like tons of studies on like decreasing hypertension and all this other stuff so breathe in and out through your nose even if you have sinus stuff um do the best you can your brain will not want you to die so it'll figure things out just read breathe by james nestor you're welcome that's something you can do to honor your health as well but it's not easy it might take some time okay well that was so fun i love her i you can listen to her on fit girl magic everyone so check her out if she inspired you that's her podcast yeah we'll put that link in the notes too yeah i'm Lisa logan and i'm brad kroll thank you so much for joining us today we are so grateful for you how are you going to use these tips in your life let us know by sending a dm to the pod on instagram and we'll catch you on the next episode bye for now episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll 
for keeping us all on point and on time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.